Welcome back to more of The Stakeout. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Hosatsu comes forward. Ahead to Lennon in the near corner. Traps. Here's his cross to the back post. Yakabakis header. Score! Boom, Yakabakis! You cannot work it any better than that, and Atlanta United has their first lead in the playoffs. 9.44 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We're joined now by the uh, president and CEO of Atlanta United, Garth Lagaway. How good are those Mike Conti calls? you got to appreciate that, my friend, especially on a 100,000-watt beautiful FM radio station, right? <laughs> I, they're amazing, man. And then the boom, Yakimaki. So we, my kids emulate that at home when, when we watch the highlights back. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, that was a glorious night for Atlanta United fans. So the guy's driving in his car who maybe he doesn't, you know, follow what's going on on the pitch quite as much or doesn't know as much as uh, hardcore fans. So explain, how do you have one of the most abysmal nights in recent history on the road in Columbus with one shot on goal and then turn around a week later and just have a four-goal barrage offensive explosion. What is that? Explain it. Look, you, you add an MVP candidate. You know, mm-hmm. Thiago Amadas is uh, going to finish in the top three of the, of the MVP voting, and uh, he makes a massive difference in terms of how we play. Um, we were able to come out in what's our normal formation with four defenders, uh, five midfielders, and a striker, and everybody looked comfortable and everybody was cohesive. Um, and we and we we got we laid one on him. We got we got back in the series. You didn't just get back in the series. You sent a statement, and I know what you care about, and Arthur Blank for sure is rewarding your fans who have been great fans. They showed up on a Tuesday night on a kind of a sleepy fall night in Atlanta, and they were treated to a real I don't know one of the one of the better nights in Atlanta United history. I thought, given what was ahead of them. First home playoff game in four years, and and uh, and got a big win, and and man, it was dramatic and tight, and you know went back and forth, and uh, it, you said it exactly right, Snake. We 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 want to deliver those moments to our fans, and I thought that was a big one on Tuesday. Why is it so hard to beat Columbus at their place? Um, brand new stadium, <clears throat> pretty nice stadium. Um, one of the one of the nicer soccer specific stadiums. They've done a really nice job there in Columbus. Um, they're also a really good team, and they're they're really well coached, uh, really well organized. The the general manager there uh, is a guy that built the Toronto dynasty um, in the in the twenty teens um, that uh, the Sounders played uh, three out of four years in in uh, MLS Cup. So they got a good pedigree. Um, they got a good resource. They have an NFL owner, uh, same as same as us. So lots of reasons why they're they've been successful. They're tough to play against, but I think we're up for it. What did we learn specifically the other night that may, and not to give away trade secrets, but what did we learn from that effort the other night at Mercedes-Benz that could suggest it'll be a very different effort than the one we saw a week ago? I think we saw that, that if we got out on the break that we could, we could pull them apart. Um, you know, I think we did really, really well getting the ball in the wide areas and getting behind, and that's what Yakimakis does best. He, he needs service to be at his best. Uh, but man, when you give him service, he doesn't waste it. You know, when you, you think he had, uh, you know, the, the goal call you played, but he also had two assists and he could have had a third um, that were set up another good chance in the second half. So um, that was a, you know, maybe Yakimaxi's best performance of the whole year in what's been an unbelievable year, newcomer of the year, uh, award winning year. Um, 
So, you know, more to come. Anything surprise you about the MLS playoffs so far? Um, you know, new format. I think everybody's trying to get their legs underneath them. I think I think it's played out about how we'd expect, though. I think they're going to be, uh, with New England losing last night, I think there'll be three game threes. And honestly, I think it's the three best lower seeds that, that uh, advance to game three. So um, it's mostly chalk so far. Uh, but we're going to have to go in and upend some chalk uh, over in Columbus. Talking to Garth Lagaway, president and CEO of Atlanta United, coming off a uh, great win the other night here uh, for Atlanta United. Yeah. So what's the uh, – you're not a superstitious guy, correct? You don't have to wear the same no. socks, the scarf, none of that, right? No, nah, nah, I'm too far removed, man. I don't, I don't kick a ball. All right, well, listen, maybe <laughs> don't sit in exactly the same place you watched um, from the game before in Columbus. Can we at least maybe move that around a little bit or something? We got that. I can do even better than that steak. I got mom and dad coming to the game. Oh, okay. How about that? Driving down from Chicago, we're going to get the whole Loggerway clan together. What's the typical record for mom and dad going to Garth's games over the years? Especially as a yeah, mom and dad, they tend they tend to pick the most important ones. So they have been to a lot of playoff games and and uh, look, I mean, I'm I'm here in Atlanta because uh, I was fortunate enough to win a couple of those over the years. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know that that can uh, carry forward through Sunday. When does the team leave? What's the format? Give folks some idea what what leads into a, a deciding game three like this. Look, it, it is a relatively tight turn. Uh, four days in between games. That, that's plenty. It's a full rest. Um, anything over three days is a full rest. Um, so we'll, we should be okay. But obviously, guys, that was a high-intensity match. Um, so we'll try to get guys uh, rehabbed, refreshed. Uh, we'll fly out on Saturday uh, and then game on Sunday night, 7 o'clock. What kind of food town is Columbus? I, always ask, I knew it was coming. Well, no, because I always ask Conti. I knew it. As soon as you said your parents are coming, me, the next question was going to be, where are y'all going for supper? Well, because I knew it. me and Conti always do this thing about, like, you go to New York or Philly. We're always talking mm-hmm. restaurants. So, I don't know, Garth. That's probably me. But is that <laughs> Columbus is a, a city that has exploded over the last 15, 20 years, correct? Yeah, it really has. It has a, a big German heritage. So I know I, I had, last time I was in, I had some delicious brats with sauerkraut okay. in the stadium. They were okay. just awesome. Um, but look, my answer is I go and ask Mike Conti, hey, where should I go eat? Because uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a man of some sophisticated taste himself. Yes, he yeah. is. Um, are you, uh, su- surprise wouldn't be the word, women's professional soccer having a moment as well. Attendance numbers are up. Great for, I think, just in general, the energy around Soccer in this country, the U.S. Uh, bringing their uh, headquarters here as well. Women seeing their biggest crowds ever. Talk a little bit about the momentum they're seeing and in general what it means for USA soccer. I, look, it's, it's a great moment, right? And, and I think it's an opportune moment uh, for U.S. soccer to relocate to Atlanta in the sense that as we lean into our partnership with them, um, you have a bunch of the older stars that you know we've all seen in commercials and uh, have done, you know, yeoman's work to to raise the profile of the women and the women's national team um we now have the next generation of talent that's coming through for the next world cup so that's a really exciting time to get involved in women's sports and look it's not just soccer right you're seeing crazy crowds for volleyball and for gymnastics and you know look i think it's a a natural uh, outpouring of uh successful uh you know collectivization in, in society where you know everyone's understanding that this is really fun to watch, and, and it's uh, really fun to be a part of. And um, I think it's a really, you know, only positive things are going to happen going forward in, in that women's sports space. And we hope to really be part of it with the women's national team in particular. 
All right, I have this circled for this weekend. Have you seen the David Beckham documentary? I have. I have. Watched it with my kids, Steak. Yeah. Awesome way to get your kids to maybe uh, take some constructive criticism because Beckham's dad, a little, little tough on him, it looks yeah. like, from the, awesome. from the documentary. So, so my son is obsessed with soccer now. It just happened in the last Great. 12 months. Knows every international player. Talks about Atlanta United. He went and watched the Beckham on his own. And we're going to watch this weekend. He said, Dad, I'll watch it with you again. But I heard they did a great job with, what is it, a four-parter on Netflix? Yeah, four-parters, it's awesome, man. You know, look, as a Chicago kid, I still think The Last Dance is, is the best uh, sports documentary of all time. But Beckham's really well done. And it, and from a soccer perspective, yeah. they really make an, uh, they really take a shot at, uh, at characterizing the pop culture aspect with pot, with Pot Spice and so I actually got was able to watch some of it with my wife as well, which is uh, pretty unusual in our household. So some shared viewing. You see that, Sandra? I really learned a lot about soccer. Oh, you, you watched it already? I absolutely loved it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here you go. Hey, um, I know we're going to be talking to you probably next week because our season's going to keep going. So we'll just, just have it locked in that we're going to be chatting more and more as we keep moving through the playoffs. It's the thing I'm going to look forward to the most, Nick. How, how could you when not? Get, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Garth. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, here's Garth Blackaway, the That's president awesome. and CEO of Atlanta United.